The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, great athlete, podcaster, trendsetter, Martellus Bennett. But first, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. We got, of course, the good folks at uh, at, uh, BetOnline.ag. Biggest names, biggest teams, biggest moments happening now in October. Major League Baseball playoffs here along with all the incredible NFL and college football games. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts and the exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet. Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive the 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline.ag. Also, download Pluto TV to all your favorite devices. And visit TrueCar for all your new and used car buying needs. And as always, before we get to the wonderful Martellus Bennett, time for the Waterhouse Update brought to you by Gesundheits, the leotards that help cut your sneezing in half. Mixed martial arts, Vegas, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Beat Conor McGregor when he got fed up with all those silly rules and just choked him to death in the fourth round. Khabib then climbed the fence, went into the casino's comedy club, and choked out Jeffrey Ross. Worst brawl since they ran out of batter at an Atlanta Waffle House in 2009. UFC boss Dana White said he simply could not understand how a sport that lets you crack a man's skull wide open with your knee escalate to such violence. McGregor said he'd be back. Actually, he couldn't speak yet, so he wrote it on a whiteboard using blood from his own nose. That item brought to you by Pyrotherapy. Down in the dumps, burn something fun at Pyrotherapy. NFL! Chiefs pound the Jags like a blacksmith on a Cialis bender. Browns now have more wins than congressional Democrats. Detroit puts the Packers in a Khabib Nurmagomedov chokehold. Denver falling faster than a fat rock climber. The Jets like Mormons at a strip club for the very first time. They are frisky. Giants lost Eli Manning saying he's so old he still calls egg rolls oriental food. Rams win when their Hollywood buddy David Blaine makes two holding calls disappear. That pro wrap-up brought to you by Porn on the Cob, Iowa's number one adult store. College football! LSU loses! Head coach Ed Orgeron mumbles something in Cajun that was either a vow to practice harder or a recipe for shrimp etouffee. Northwestern snuck by Michigan State like Susan Collins driving back into Maine. Oklahoma fired defensive coordinator Mike Stoops, then ordered a tornado to clean out his office. College football name of the week, Wisconsin fleet-footed freshman defensive back Rashad Wild Goose. 
When an opponent gets loose, Rashad's coach just shouts at him, Wild Goose, Chase. That college wrap-up brought to you by Spelling Bees. The bees that don't just make honey, they pronounce it phonetically and ask for it to be used in a sentence. America's pastime. Now, not eating a side of bacon and claiming you're on a paleo diet. Baseball! Brewers dump the Rockies like a Kardashian firing a cosmetic surgeon because he has morals. Houston spits out Cleveland like gristle at a bad wings joint. That update brought to you by Sugary Drinks. Don't just hydrate, carbohydrate. And finally, this week in sports history, Martellus, the year 1928, the city New York, the Eastern Soccer League forms, and a mere 90 years later, soccer is already the ninth most popular sport in America. And also, the year 1956, the city, New York, the Yankees' Dom Larson pitches the only perfect game in World Series history. Well, almost perfect. Afterwards, Larson realized his fly was open the whole game. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Pinocchio's, Nevada's only all-puppet brothel. Now it's talk time. My guest today, former stud NFL tight end, now hosts Revenge of the Jacks right here on Podcast One, Martellus Bennett. Martellus, how are you? You look fantastic. <laughs> Young, strapping lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, ridiculous. Shit. I'm sweating. <laughs> That's good. That means your body's actually working. Yes. If your body wasn't sweating, then we would have issues because then you'd be. That's a good sign that you're probably going to die after exerting that much energy. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a good sign I'm going to die. Well, my ex wives are going to be thrilled with that. Now, listen How many ex wives do you have? Three. But, you know, uh, well, uh, you know, the road work that I do, Martellus, it just, uh, it takes it out of you. And, of course, when you're sitting, you know, in the bar at a Bombay Bicycle Club somewhere in Omaha, I look pretty good to a lot of women. So are you a road, so basically you, Papa was a Rolling Stone, Uh, was about you, right? Well, yeah, (laughs) I got in some trouble. Let's just say there's a lot of lawyers working on it. I can still talk to wives one and three. Number two, I can't even look at. Uh. A lot of legal trouble there. Now, listen to me. Uh, Wait, do you have babies? Are you a baby daddy? No, 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 uh, no. I have no kids. Thank goodness. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, uh, quite frankly, I'm not making the money to uh, to support them. Oh. Yeah, they'd be going to tech school. They'd be learning, like, welding, something uh, like that. ITT Tech. Yes, exactly. Phoenix University Online. <laughs> That's right. Something online. <laughs> something they could do DeVry. in the privacy of their rented apartment. <laughs> How about you, kids? I have you one. Kids. Yes, one. yes. Uh, baby, uh, boy or girl? She's a girl. Her name's Jet. She's pretty awesome. How, uh, uh, how old? She's four. She's four. Four? Yeah, jumping off the walls. Still a genius. The world has not stripped her of her genius. No, yeah. no. Or her optimism or her strength. <laughs> yeah. That's coming. You gotta, or her courage. You got to prep her for that. Yeah. Steal the nerves for that. Four? That's amazing. Now, what do you do with a four-year-old? What do you like to do? Because I know you, you wrote a kid's book. You yeah, did that, too. Was yeah. that in honor of your daughter, Jet? It was. AJ, her name's Austin Jet Rose, so AJ's her initials. But, like, I like that. with a four-year-old, it's pretty much like hanging out with myself, you know? Get to, you know, paint, <laughs> draw, eat cookies, and uh, read children's books, and jump off the walls, and skateboard. Anything that we could possibly do to hurt ourselves is what we usually do. That's fantastic. That Now, that takes some, uh, that takes some courage to go skateboarding with a four-year-old. Because you do not have the body type that I would uh, 
that I always describe as skateboard well, friendly. You're well, large. You have a, a, a giant frame. Yeah, so what do you think my body type is for? What are you I trying think to say? I th- well, let, let me explain. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I think your body type, number one, good for ocean fishing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. You can, you're one of those guys who could sit in that strapped back of the thing cranking on the reel well, for like four and a half hours. It wouldn't even phase you. Well, you'd have a cigar in one hand. You'd be pulling up a marlin in the other. Second. It wouldn't be a cigar. It would be a blunt. A blunt? All right. Well, hey, listen. <laughs> I say whatever I, generation you're – well, maybe you're two-fisted. There's a cigar and a blunt, and you're just using whatever other appendage you have to crank the reel in. I think that I, as a kid, I did want to go out and Incidentally, see, this is still a kid's anecdote. We'll get back to Yeah, it, when you? I was a kid, I wanted to go to um, – I wanted to be out at sea after seeing Hook. I'm like, damn, oh, Peter Pan is there. And then yeah. – you know, but then times change. I saw Free Willy, which still made me want to go out and see. And then recently I've seen, uh, I saw Atlantis, which was great. But then yeah. recently I saw Captain Phillips and I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah, no, no. Ooh, yeah. And then I saw Titanic, which was, I was just like, God damn, fuck that shit even more. Can I say fuck that on the show? Yes, you can. Okay. And, and let's, uh, Phillips and uh, Ocean Pirates, uh, make no mistake, they do not like each other. They, uh, yeah. they do not. That I'm rivalry goes way back. I'm the captain of this boat now. So you just I said flat that. out, even though the one thing I did like about pirate times is they had hooks right on their uh, missing hand. So they could just wham, go down and get themselves uh, some sort of tarpon, just yank it into the boat. Good for barbecue. Definitely. You know, it goes with barbecue. Buster's heavy beer, twice the carbs, triple the malt of dumb regular beer. Get fat with Buster's. And also, hey, if you're out eating, go to Motorboats, the restaurant that's just a little more fun than Hooters. Now, listen to me. Uh, what is your uh, what's your greatest sports moment ever? And it may not have even happened in the NFL. I don't care. Age four on up. What's 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 the thing you remember when you think, man, I just jacked that move? Uh, my greatest sports moment of all time is probably you know, seventh seventh grade. I was still playing tight end at that at that age because I was the only kid that's been to tight end since Pee Wee football, which is unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing tight end then, and I caught I'm going to say your body type. Yeah. Is tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a pass, and I was running down the um, running down the sideline. It was a game winning catch. I caught it across the middle, broke a tackle, and another guy came and tried to tackle me. And now I'm hitting the sideline, but then as he slides down, my pants start were too big for me, and they start to slide down. <laughs> And I'm running, I'm running, and before I get to the goal line, I trip over my own pants. <laughs> and in high school, you can't get back up and run. You're down. You're down. Yeah, yeah so oh, no one has to touch you, and we lost the game. Yanked down by a bad trainer. How does it give you the wrong size pants? You've been the tight end since you were two. And ever since then, I, I, no, longer, I no longer wear jock straps. Well, that might be a little more info than normally my listeners get, <laughs> but I think it's important info. <laughs> <laughs> Our Dallas Menace did not wear a jackstrap, which perhaps is the reason you were with four teams. I was, I think I was with seven. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe sure. you got a little fresh with them. Mm. Uh, hey, speaking of fresh, listen to me, folks. Uh, it's football season. There's football facts you might not even know about. First football game played in 1869. Average game ball typically play. It's in play for only 11 minutes. Finally, pizza consumption rates go up during the week of a big game. Okay, you probably knew that last one because you probably pound the za. Well, here's another fact you may not know that's actually really useful, especially if you plan on tailgating. True car 
also helps people get used cars. That's right. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you will enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler car buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Okay, tell me this. I like how you do your ads right into the the transition of the story. I usually do mine after and then record them while, you know, then add them in like real commercial breaks. But you just keep the conversation nah, going. I just keep just, it rolling, baby. Yeah. I, you know, the technology flummoxes me. I flunked every math test I ever took, Martellus. I uh, took statistics in college. I didn't even know statistics was math. I thought it was shit like, did you know no two snowflakes are alike? I had no clue. I had no knowledge. But, you know, that's why I do this, because I excel at it, at least on the minor league level. Now, listen to me. Uh, one of the greatest comebacks in all time, of course, New England Patriots. You were on that team. Tw- down 28-3. They win 34-28. What are you thinking during that? That's all I kept thinking is, what's going on in the mind of Martellus Bennett? <laughs> Honestly, what were you thinking when, when you're able to – that's ridiculous, a 25-point comeback. Uh, do you talk about in the middle of the game or, like, after the game? Or like when, when I we, think during the game. Oh, when am I, I just want to see my thoughts and which moment that we're talking about. Um, at first it was like, fuck, we're getting our ass kicked. And, um, but at the same time, at the same time, it was like, man, like when you look at the flow of the game, it's like, we, we were shooting ourselves in the foot several, at several different moments, you know, interception, fumble on their, on head into the, into their territory of the field. So at halftime, you know, it was just one of those things where you came into the locker room and you thought everybody was going to be. Like, you need to do your job. You ain't doing this. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. And we only had lost two games that year. We lost one without Brady, and we lost one on the last second throw against the Seahawks. And um, so we we had adverse situations, but we was able to come through a lot of things. But I don't think that we had faced adversity like what we were facing in that moment. So we're in the locker room, and this was this was my first year on the team. So I was like, man, we've been winning a lot of games. You know, like, let's see how everyone's acting when they're actually we're actually getting our ass kicked in. It was chill as fuck. Really? Yeah, so everyone was just kind of like laid back. A couple guys came, we came in, you know, we kind of knew how the halftime was going to be laid out because Bill had prepared us for the, prepared us for the longer halftime. We're like, you know, talk to your coach for three minutes, you get four minutes to yourself. So everyone kind of knew what was going on, which I think helped too. But there was not, there was no rah-rah speech, no, none of this. Nothing. Like, we just made our adjustments, said some, hey, coach, I saw this, you saw that, and they gave us the game plan and what the plan was to come back out. And then I think it was Julian Edelman that said, well, we have 30 minutes. To make history. And then just everyone just focus and do your job. So the rest of the game, I was just focusing on trying to do whatever I was asked to do. Wow. Atlanta, boom. Haymaker from the canvas. Didn't know what hit him. And then on their side, they had that owner down there. He was dancing and shit, looking like he should be in Pink Panther. And then... A little too soon, yeah. He was over there dancing and shit and um, (laughs) hanging out. And at halftime, they were celebrating. So I could only imagine what their locker room was like at halftime. Man, when will white people learn? Listen to me. Uh, worst smack talk you ever heard on the field? Any uh, level. What's the no. worst thing anyone ever threw at you or tried to? I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Like, Did you ever smack talk? 
defensive backs tend to get into it a yeah, lot. Yeah, but not too many people say nothing to me like that because <laughs> I don't I don't talk when I play. You know, Tony, you just I, I just out there and play. Like I'll right. talk to my teammates. I saw this, but I don't say much. Uh, throughout the process of a game. You're not a chatty ball player. Well, it's just hard because a tight like end, that. a tight end, you don't know when you're going to get the ball. So how can I talk shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like I may get two passes today, I may get 20. Not like I know that they're going to throw the ball to me 10 times. So it's like I could talk shit like, oh, I'm whooping your ass, I'm getting open all day. But if they don't throw you the ball, then it's just no reason. So I just learned not to talk shit because there'll be games where they throw it to you a lot. You get hundreds and hundreds of yards. Yeah. And there'll be other games where you get two balls thrown at you. And it's not because of the defender. It's just the way the game is flowing. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly, oh, brother. Yeah, yeah you got to save that oxygen. Listen, that tip, save your oxygen, brought to you by Pandemodium. Get rid of your diarrhea and one chaotic blast with Pandemodium. Listen, I got me a bona fide NFL star here. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway for my listeners from the great Martellus Bennett. I'm going to ask you some questions, answer them straight out. What's a telltale sign for the fans at home watching on TV that an NFL coach doesn't really know what he's doing? <laughs> That he doesn't know what he's doesn't doing. Doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I don't want you to name names. Just tell if we're looking, if we're watching the sidelines, what might be a little. Uh, you typical? could always ask the the way you want to know if a coach doesn't or does know what he's doing is the last four minutes of the game on uh-huh. both sides of the ball. The way they distribute timeouts, or the way if they're ahead, how they run the ball, the play calling like that, and what they decide to do in the last four minutes of the game is when you find out the most about who can coach and who can't. Crunch time. And if uh, uh, best way. To get under an opponent's skin, especially if you don't trash talk a lot. What's the, what do you, is there anything you do to kind of play mind game with them that works? Just cut them open. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sneak a shim yeah. out there. Boom! Now you're really under their skin. <laughs> <laughs> and don't sterilize it. Yeah. Quick tip for working with people you don't like, because you played with a lot of teams. I'm sure there were guys on those teams that you didn't really care for, but... As a professional, you knew you had to do it. A lot of my listeners out there, whatever their job, got to work with people they may not like. What's your tip for helping out? Well, it's interesting because in football, you're um, you, you're all out there for the same goal, the same motivation. So it's easier to work with people when they're working for a common goal. They coexist for that. that that's more important than me and you and our relationship. But, like, I think in a regular workspace, like, everyone doesn't have a common goal besides getting a check. Like, everyone's not there to win something that's bigger than themselves. So therefore, you know, saying if you working with somebody you don't like, you just, you know, you just, um, you just, just tell them you don't like them. I think the best thing you can say, look, motherfucker, I just, I, look, motherfucker, I really don't like you. You don't like me. Cool. I know I don't like you. You know you don't like me. Now I don't have to think about it. You don't have yeah. to think about it. Like I'm just show you my hand. Like I don't like you. So the rest of this day, the rest of our time here, the next years we work together, just know that I'm still not going to like you. You're a piece of shit, and you're not the type of people I like to be around. So I don't fuck with you. <laughs> so the box of donuts, forget it. Just go right for the truth. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Like, maybe we can be friends one day, but right now, for this moment and this next week, I don't like you. You're, Last, a, you're a Monday. Uh, <laughs> I love that you're a Monday. Best way to play through pain. I'm sure you've had pain in, uh, many times in your career. Uh, in addition to good drugs. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. I don't know. What's the best way to play through pain? I think the best way to find to play through pain is actually figuring out what that pain is and what you can't do, what it does to limit, and then coming up with a plan to play around those limitations. Ah, so, like, so you set your own parameters and then play inside them. Yeah. So I like I said I tore my MCL on a oh, Sunday and I had to play on a Thursday. 
Like, I knew that I couldn't plant on my left leg to break out to the right. So when I ran my route, routes breaking out to the right, I just kind of rounded a, a jump yeah. jump cut into them. But when I ran to the left, I knew I could plant on my right leg and plant out. So it's just like, what can my body do and what can't my body do and, what, and how can I still be successful out there with those limitations? Play within your limits. That advice corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Now it's time for the Fiery Four, oh brother. These are... These are sports takes so hot, Chris Hemsworth may be dating them. Fire number one, Patrick Mahomes. Real deal or just this year's uh, sports heartthrob? Can this kid really play? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was another ad. You have a lot of ads. I do have a lot of ads. Hey, speaking of that, uh, (laughs) that query as to whether this is an ad or not was brought to you by Throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match. Mahomes, for real or not? I think he's for real. Kid can play. Yeah, kid can play. You see, there's a lot of things he do that you can't tell. You know, his footwork, the way he steps up in the pocket, keeps his eyes down the field when he gets hit, like being able to make plays on the run. There's a lot of things this kid is really good at. He's a real deal. He's good in college, and he's good now. So Yeah, he's learned how to save his body a little bit, too, the last couple of years. I think he's learned how to boom, get out of bounds, that kind of thing. That'll that'll That's what Rodgers learned, I think. Learned how to yeah. get, out, get out of the big hits. Uh, although I'll say this, Mahomes got a voice uh, – he sounds like a bass fishing guide. I don't know where that voice is from. I never heard. I never listened to him talk. To him talk. I just know that Tom Brady has one of the sexiest voices in the world. And, and you know, uh, you can say that comfortably. Let's be honest. I can. I yeah. think we all could agree on that. Look, he's so good looking, you could bang him and not still be considered gay. Fire number two. <laughs> that MMA brawl in Vegas. Are we just a couple of years away from Christians fighting actual lions? Is this sport too violent? Uh, no, I mean, you like is, it? It too, is it too violent? I don't think so. I think um, it's a fight. They get paid to fight. There's something. If they're right now on a corner, if there's two random people you don't know fighting, someone helping someone cross the street in a wheelchair, and some little kid on a pogo stick, who are you most likely to watch? Well, uh, oh boy, that's a good one. I, I actually might opt for the kid on the pogo or stick. Or a, super, a superhero landing on the ground. Just... Just laying right in front of you. You're most likely probably going to watch the fight. I think in that, yeah. If if, if it was between those two, I would watch the fight because a superhero landing on the ground. Uh, look, I can land on the ground. You know, <laughs> anybody can land on the ground. Uh, you probably land on the ground if you got in one of the UFC fights too. <laughs> oh man, no kidding. Uh, if, if you land on the, if you're a superhero, you land on the ground. You're probably going to turn and watch the fight. Hey, you know, you, you like the MMA? Not too violent. Fire number three. Gruden and Belichick getting all the ink, but who's the most underrated coach in the NFL? McVay for the Rams. Rams, yeah. Yes. I think he's got it going on. I think you look at what Jared Goff was doing the years prior to him getting there and how he looked with the coach out there, like a deer in the headlights when everybody else was coaching him, how and what the team looks like right now and the moves they make. I think that he's a really good coach. Hey, I got a special question to ask you. I'm going to slide this one in. Oh, wait, hang on. I got to find it. Oh, here it is. Here's uh, he play. Uh, all right, this is a bonus. Uh, fiery four question. Fiery four number three A. You played college football and basketball at Texas A and M, right? True. You're hitchhiking. Uh, who are you gonna uh, get a ride from? Uh, Dennis Francione or Billy Gillespie? Uh that's a good question. Probably Billy G. Probably 
um, it's probably better to ride in the car with. Depends on. Is <laughs> that a little fun? Yeah, he's a little, little fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't die. Fire number four! That was just for the Aggie fans. Alabama's the Higig Mackinac of college football. Uh, can anybody beat them? Speaking of college football, can anybody beat the Tide this year? I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch college football like that. But my Aggie, have my Aggies played them yet? My Aggies can beat them. I think they lost them. Oh. But, hey, given a second chance. Yeah. Maybe they got a shot. Now they got the coaching in. I know. I just, and they got I don't the know. good coach, Jimbo I think, Fisher. I think Saban does a good job down there. And Man, yeah. He's one of them cranky old guys. Yeah, he doesn't like the guy. He like the, the old the old zombie on um, Plants vs. Zombie that walks out with the newspaper. <laughs> you got to hurry up and make sure you blast that one a lot with the pea shooters. That's right, because those old guys, they're wiry. That fiery four brought to you by high fructose corn syrup. Don't worry, something worse will come along. All right, folks. Hey, listen, man. I got my picks in already for the betonline.ag uh, podcast one Sportsnet challenge. I don't know if anybody's been keeping tabs, but... Uh, this is the second week in a row, Martellus. I've gone 5-0. and oh. My week six picks, Atlanta, Browns, Vikings, Houston, Dallas. So, uh, listen, apparently Adam Carolla and Shaq tied me, but they didn't tie me the week before, so we ain't tied. Listen, I need your help making the picks. Send them in to me, because every week I win, I will get some of you $100 in credit on betonline.ag. Yeah, exactly, man. That ain't too shabby. This week we did it. We won the challenge. I'm so happy betonline.ag has given me credits. So five of you can win $100 in credits. All you have to do is send me a tweet using hashtag SportsNetChallenge and your account name. Five lucky listeners are going to find 100 bucks in free credits in their account. So get those tweets in now. If you do not have a BetOnline account yet, hey, get one created and send in your tweets. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus. Thanks, BetOnline.ag, our exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet. Of course, go there. This is an exciting time of year, NFL, college football, baseball, every pitch, every swing, every play. You can bet it. Go to BetOnline.ag, make your online wagers, and take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. Biggest names, biggest teams, all happening now. Come online. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts, and the exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet. All right, buddy, listen Damn, to me. go pay to go bet. That's yeah. what they should say. Hey, bet with us. Exactly. Bet with us. Why not? What? Hang on. What does that say? Oh, brother. That, that gives us a chance. Now, listen to me. I like to get a pop quiz from my listeners. This could be this could be three questions. Anything you want could be about your career, could be about football, could be about music, could be about anything. I generally... <clears throat> lose the pop quiz because I'm just not that hip. But uh, you can throw me any questions if you got any on the top, off the top of your head, any sports questions, and I'll I'll do I'll do my best to answer. You have answered twelve questions from me, so let me answer a couple from you. Let me see what you got. I could just ask you anything. Ask me anything. Really? Yeah, but if, if you got to know the answer, that's all. It's got to be like a factual answer. Oh, I got another answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what was my first children's book called? Uh, your first children's book was called AJ. Uh, time for bedtime. No, that was the right. second one. It was a second. Something like that. It, it was, was close. Act- it was actually the third one. The first one I never. It's called the wannabes. 
the wannabes. Yeah, it's about a family of bees who missed the big move, the honey move, and they had to find a new home. Oh, man. I might cry. You should. It's tugging at my heartstrings. All right, I'm 0-1-1. What was my first? Two more questions. Let me see if I can. (laughs) Let me see. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Which team did I catch the most passes for? Oh, I'm going to say the Bears. Yes, that is. All right, I'm 1-1. Look out. Rubber question, rubber match. This one will let me know if I win or lose. Um, Here's a good one. Um, Do unicorns piss rainbows? Or shit, cupcakes. Well, they do both. Yes. Do they? Right. <laughs> I want, I'm 2 and 31. I finally won another pop quiz. Oh, man, that pop quiz brought to you by Bananas. <laughs> the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you so much. What a fabulous time this was to the great Martellus Bennett. Follow him on Twitter at MartySaurusRex. And catch his wildly entertaining podcast. you got to listen to this, folks. Revenge of the Jacks right here on Podcast One. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. And follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Thanks for tuning in. Support my sponsors. And now go to Costco. It's free sample day. If you like my show, you are going to love John Taffer. No excuses. On Podcast One, the best-selling author and entrepreneur behind Bar Rescue is not taking anyone's nonsense, and he's telling it like it is. And this week, he's joined by actress Jenny McCarthy. Look out. That's a double barrel of fun. Check out John Taffer. No excuses. Every Tuesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. If you want more of me this weekend, you're going to have to sit down, have yourself a plate of ribs, and forget it till next weekend. I got the weekend off. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. Hey, folks, Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. That's right, free. Watch over 100 TV channels, thousands of movies on demand, all for free. No credit card needed. No sign-up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today.